0: Welcome back to another episode of Unguarded, presented by Weevolve. It's your girl, Jory Davis. I'm here with my man, Hyun. Episode 10. What's going on?
1: What's up, Jory? Second to last episode?
0: Second to last.
1: Of the season, of the season, not forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a good season, I think. But this next one, Natalie Van Den Adele. (laughs) Adele.
1: I think (laughs) you I think, I think you that, that last one was unnecessary, but I think it's...
0: Vanden Adele. Adele. Manden, Adele.
1: yeah.
0: First Dutch player. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was nice because I think we've been wanting to talk to an athlete about mental health. And I think the other guests have kind of, you know, mentioned it here and there. But mm-hmm. she's the first one who's actually seeing a psychologist. And she was willing to talk to us about that whole experience.
0: And also... Just really being open and transparent about her struggles. Like, you know, what, what are her challenges? Personally, I know we talk about mental health. It's it's out there, but everyone's just kind of throwing out, oh, I had mental health issues um, or, or struggles, but no one's really talking about, like, what they're going through or struggling with in the moment that caused them to reach out and get help from a professional. So um, it was really dope. It was It was nice for her to kind of, let us be the first, actually, to, to put that out to the world because she yeah, hasn't I talked mean,
1: about I, it. I really get excited. I mean, like in, in the past when I would interview people mm-hmm. and they would be like, you know what? Oh, my God. I, I've never told anyone this before. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, my God. I love it. I'm doing a great <laughs> job. Or like they tell you something, they're like, yeah, I, I have no idea why I told you that because I yeah. haven't told anyone. And you're like, yes. So it was yeah. cool that I, mean, I think she said it – was, it was this was also nice. She said that she went back and she listened to a lot of the older episodes and she – You know, really appreciated athletes being open. And I think that also made her feel more more comfortable because she's heard, you know, other guests. And so, you know, shout out to our past guests who have been, you know, willing to talk about things that they you know don't normally talk about. I'm not a professional athlete, so I don't really know what you guys talk about when you guys are alone Uh with each other. That
0: was big time. It was it was nice that she also she was telling us that she knew we were going to come and ask some (laughs) tough questions. So but also, you know, definitely big ups to all the past guests. Especially those that, you know, came on in the very, very beginning, you know, the first ones to kinda put themselves out there. But yeah, she's she definitely came through. And it was a it was a topic we've been sitting on for like, I think since last season. So Yeah, I mean, I think a lot so of it is like, just like,
1: like, how do we do it? You know, like right. do we do we go to people and be like, Hey, do you have mental health issues? Do you want right. to really come <laughs> on the show and talk about it? You know? So it was just I mean, it was cool because you just it was just through Instagram and then we just Talk to her about what kind of things she wants to talk about, and that was one of them. And then I think, I think she enjoyed it. I think she uh-huh. felt, you know, she was like, "That's a little weird, but it's nice to be able to talk about." It. And I think it's, a, like you said, I think it's a topic that a lot of athletes can relate to. And I think also for female athletes, this is a topic that's come up in the past of just some of the insecurities that come with, you know, you know, the way you look, really, uh-huh. and and not even just. Not like super deep. I mean, I think, you know, one big thing she talked about was just like how she realized like she didn't like herself, or she didn't love mm-hmm. herself and working right. on that. And I think that's a universal thing. I think from those on the outside, it's just like, what are you talking about? Like you're this super athletic, you right. know, like you have the body that people like go to the gym to try yeah. to get and yet you feel so it's beyond just the physical, right? It's something yeah. else that's happening internally.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's definitely great because it's also when it comes to athletes, it's kind of like sports specific Oh, how to deal with anxiety, you know, how to deal with pressure from a mental health standpoint. But sometimes it's like it's just the normal things that everyone else is going through as well, you know, in the world with right. your body image or confidence in general or, you know, what others are going to think of me. Just because you you have so much attention on you as an athlete, you still have those insecurities or those issues. And when it comes to weight, I think, yeah, it's so many stories, especially on the women's side when it comes to to weight and being an athlete. And so that was definitely a good piece that she touched upon.
1: So thank you, Natalie. And then before we get into it, I just want to remind folks that you can support this podcast if you like what we've been doing. You can support, you know, not just the podcast, but everything that Wevolve does by going to our anchor page, uh, which you can easily find, and subscribing. And there's three price options, whatever you can Give if you like us and you want to support us. It's a very, very easy way to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely support us so we can keep making this thing happen and then step our game up more and more. Um, but we appreciate it. And if you feel like what we're giving, what we're putting out is good and value, high value, then yeah, show us some love. We hear episode 10 of Unguarded Podcasts with Natalie Vanden etle. Hope nice, y'all enjoy Nice.
1: It. Nice. That was good. That mm-hmm. was good.
0: That was a smooth one right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <All> right.
0: <laughs> Make sure I have the full name. Do I have your full name? <sighs> All right. What's up? we back with another episode of Unguarded presented by Weevolves. This is episode 10, and we here with Natalia Vanden Adele.
2: So close. Ah, so okay. close. Uh yeah. <laughs> First of all, just just don't say the A at the end. It's like it's Natalie or Natalie and it's Adol, so Natalie van Den Adel.
0: Adel. So Natalie van Dado. Den Adel. Den Adel.
2: Yep. There okay.
0: You go. How you doing?
2: I'm uh, I'm great. We just came out of a ten day quarantine. Or my team did because I had COVID in February. So I was allowed to go out, but we weren't allowed to practice. So um yeah, ten day quarantine, and we're finishing up season. So we're we're playing on uh, playing Valencia on Friday. So that should be interesting, to say the least. How yeah. did you
1: feel about uh, being the person who had COVID that made everyone else quarantine?
2: I mean, I did my time. That's how I see it. I did my time in February, and obviously, I know that it's it sucks to be in the house for ten days. But I did it for uh, for about sixteen days in February, and uh, I was alone for like a month. So you know, I did everyone's groceries when they asked for it, and I tried to kind of uh, you know stay in touch with them. But I did my time, so I couldn't I couldn't really feel
0: bad. I had two team, three teammates had COVID oh. uh, last season. I'm pretty sure one of my teammates had COVID, but this was early on, so they weren't really testing like that. Yeah. But she had a breathing machine, and we were like, she had COVID. Yeah. So you know, I'm still you know going strong where I'm able to tell my kids that I made it through a pandemic and didn't get COVID. Yeah. So we will see, fingers crossed, but yeah, I have not for, had for, it. For, for
1: now, for now. We have, I have
0: not had it yet. So I'm, I'm feeling kind of confident in my immune system these oh, days. don't
1: jinx it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, I don't really, yeah, I don't know how much immune system has to do with it.
0: So we shall see, we shall see. But you say you, you had a hard time with COVID, right? You said it, it was tough on you, on your yeah, body.
2: It was. It's like those people that say they, they don't have any symptoms. I was like, well, you guys are very lucky. I got sick. I had like high high temperature fever, headache, the, the breathing and the lungs, like any symptom that's kind of like out there there on the list, I had. So the first couple of days I was just in bed, just trying to get through it.
1: But the worst part of it, I think you said on our pre-call is now because you can't taste yes. things.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh. I hate it. And I, I think I told you before, it was like the first couple of days, I still had my taste. And I was just like, yes, like, I don't have that at least like I can be sick, but at least I taste my food. And then three days later, I jinxed it. And I I, I didn't I didn't have taste. I didn't have smell. And I still have that. And I'm still I, there's days where I, I sometimes taste something, smell something. And then there's days where it's like, nah, it's just gone. It's just gone. And I'm going to have to wait.
1: You've been working with a psychologist maybe you can talk us through like how you got to i guess getting in contact with someone or just getting to that point in your life where you're like you know what it'd be really good to have someone to talk to
2: it originally started out i I think it was four years ago so i'd done spanish season regular season then in the summer i would go play in australia then i can went back to spain did another season in australia did another season in spain so in in like two years time I did four seasons, and I was home for maybe four weeks. And I remember that the summer after I really started, I was just saying I couldn't get myself out of bed and I couldn't motivate myself to to actually go and work out and do the things I needed to do to get back in shape. And then we had a training camp with national team. I, I remember it was, I don't even know even know where it came from, but it was like blind panic. Like, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to do this. I. It's another thing you have to do because in season... As much as people think that we have so much free time, we are owned by the team. So you have to, you know, you have to be in shape. You have to show up whenever they say you have to play games. You have to perform. Everything was like, you have to do all these things. I don't know why I just panicked and I was like, I don't want to go. And I, I I was really resisting the idea of having to do a 10 day training camp and having to be on a schedule and having to be doing stuff. I remember it was like a blind panic kind of feeling. And I just, I talked to my trainer the Monday that we had to go in and she was like, you know what, maybe just go and talk to someone because, you know, this is not a normal feeling like the it shouldn't be like that, like national team or whatever sport like it should be fun. So I, I that's how it originally started. Like I, I, I talked to or I, I found someone they recommended someone, I called her and we had an appointment and she just kind of told me like, as weird as it sounds, you're maybe a little burned out because she just did so much in, in two years time and you didn't take any time off four weeks at home in two weeks or in two years. It's a little bit crazy. So then that's how it started. That's how I kind of started seeing her, just talking about basketball and talking about that feeling that I had at that moment. But over the years, it really has kind of shifted to more personal things and just like me looking at myself. And she really, that's what I like about her, me being with her is that she really listens and just kind of guides me and makes me like figure it out on my own. And then at some point it really shifted to personal things that I had. And last year with the COVID break, all of a sudden we had six months of time <laughs> to do nothing. And that was, uh, that really gave me time. And that was really intense. Like for every two weeks I would see her and we would really work on, um, really on myself. Yeah. To, just to try to get me better in a, in a way.
1: What were some things that you realized or you learned about yourself that you, maybe were a little conscious of but you're like oh wow that was like very eye-opening through that process it's,
2: it was last year was intense i have to say it was uh and i've never I, I honestly haven't really talked about besides my best friends like i haven't really talked about this to anyone it was like you know when you grow up i think a lot of girls are insecure or like you're comparing yourself to other people or you're you're just who you are you don't know or do people like me or do they think i'm weird oh i have to be this or i have to be that and for me, I think last year was really when I started realizing certain like thoughts that I would would have and just like how I would look at myself. And it was really, I was criticizing myself and I was, I'm was i a perfectionist. Like I want to do everything right. And I think as an athlete, you know, we want to do everything the right way. We work hard to get where we are. Um, you want to stay on top and we have pressure from the club. Like you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to perform. So I really started realizing that on a more personal level, like I was just, I was just not really nice to myself. Like I di- just didn't like myself in a way. And I didn't, I, I was, you know, I don't, I don't look the right way. I have to lose weight this is, and it's crazy. Like if you think about it and I think you look at me, you say, why, why would you want to lose weight? But I was thinking like, you know, I need, I need to lose some weight because it would be better on the court or oh, do, do my teammates think I'm weird or uh, do they like me or I want them to like me. Like it, it was like anxiety. And it's really stressful to have that. So that was an eye-opener for me when I started really thinking about it. And that's why last year I t- really took the time to yeah, really work with her intensely because usually I would talk to her and then a month or a month half would go by and then, then we would have, have another session. And I was like every two weeks I would just talk to her and she would kind of guide me through it.
1: Jorah, we've had a couple guests talk about some of the insecurities Mm -hmm. that they felt, you know, more of the female athletes talk about some of the insecurities and the difficulties that they had kind of accepting their body. I mean, was that something that you ever experienced yourself? Yeah. I mean, definitely.
0: I was going to say everything you're saying. I feel like so many of us, especially with basketball, you know, for me personally coming to Europe, everyone's thinner. So that was the first, Issue for me as far as my body, because I felt like I had to lose weight. I had to lose weight. And it took time for me to grow. Luckily, I had that time to grow and be like, you know what, this is my body type, and this is gonna work to my advantage on the court. But um still throughout, you know, it's like, oh man, I'm getting heavy. Like, you know, this is where I gain weight, I gotta lose weight. And you know, our coaches sometimes don't help with that. Yeah. They don't even know what's going on. But even the thought of their teammates, like, you know, for me as the foreigner, as the American, I took pride in being a good teammate so for me it was always like man how can I do the Europeans like me Like, do my local players like me um almost you know kind of searching for that validation but you know you can't search for that in anyone else you have to exactly search for that within yourself so I know for me as well when it comes to weight and validation for me for a long time since I was young it was always like people pleasing you know you can't do that that's just something that for me, being an extrovert and loving being around people, I don't know, maybe it was the only child part of me. That was something I had to work on and learn about myself and keep it in check as much as possible. But um, It's, you have to kind it's of so crazy.
2: Like you said, it's it's something that has to come from within. It's so cliche, <laughs> but it's like you really have to love yourself first. Like You have to put yourself first. And what do I want? Right. How do I like myself? Do I go to sleep at night knowing that, hey you know, this is me. It's okay. Like, I'm not perfect, but I like myself. And mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then somewhere along the road, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to get right. you.
0: One of the things we never talk about, though, is like, what does that look like? Because we say, okay, <laughs> I had these issues and stuff. But what does it look like? Um Because I think it's tied to self-worth as well. What is that? What did it look like for you before you put in the work? You know, just um, so people can maybe recognize, like, man, am I taking these same actions? You know, because that's that's the part where people can listen to this and be like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm doing something similar. Let me let me switch up.
2: I think it's it's hard, like, from the outside in to to recognize it because it's mm-hmm. it's. I I don't think any of my teammates know this. You know, like I I don't go out and just be like, oh, today I feel fat. You know, like, mm-hmm. but it's something within, like. For what for me, the change was that I had to do this one thing where she was just like, look in the mirror and just write down your first thoughts. <clears throat> the list I had was so negative, I was, I was shocked. I was like, is this really what I think about myself? We started working, uh, and she just started guiding me. She, she recommended some books I'd read, and we'd discuss it, and I would recognize a lot of things. And over that time, that image changed. Like I would look in the mirror, I would I would say to myself, I think like, yeah, like this is me. Like it's okay to be one and then this amount of kilos or, you know, I am not perfect and that's okay. And not everyone has to like me because do I like everyone in the world? No, so it's impossible for everyone to like me and that's okay. Instead of thinking oh, they don't like me. Now what do I have to do? Oh my God, like I'm getting anxious. And for me, that would show and like I would just get quiet. Like I, I, I was scared to speak or scared to say something because what if I say something and they don't like me? What if I say something and they think I'm weird? Now I'm just like, you know, I do me and I'm, I know everything I do comes from a good heart and comes from good intentions. And if you don't like me, that is okay. Like it's okay. You don't have to be friends with everyone as long as we're just respectful to each other. So I'm going to do whatever I want to do. If I want to sing along to the song, if I want to dance on the court, if I want to be stupid, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And that's okay. So it's a more relaxed, like, it, I don't think you can see it, but if you feel it, it's like it's a more relaxed, like weight off my shoulder kind of thing. So I'm just more relaxed all over the place and I worry less. And it's just, we sleep better, yeah. <laughs> that's really what it was for me. Like just really being nice to myself instead of saying, Oh, you did something wrong, say it's okay. You it's okay to do something wrong. The world's not going to end. Just keep moving.
1: Were you able to figure out where a lot of this came from? Like, is, you know, sometimes a lot of stuff is from childhood our families. Um, no, some and some I mean, of it I is mean, some of its cultural society, right? So we've had some I I mean, athletes. Honestly, mm-hmm. w-
2: she she my psychologist asked me this too. Like, do you do you know? We kind of obviously talked about my family and stuff. And I have a great family, great support system. So to me, it definitely doesn't come from there. From there certain things, for example, the 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 body image and and the, the weight thing, that got triggered for me, I think, in college and kind of throughout the years got became a little bit of an obsession. Whereas like before I went to college. I'm 17 years old. I'm a stick figure, right? Like, I've never lifted in my life. And um, then you go to college, and in college, you, you lift like crazy. Like, I don't know how you, but for me, like, really, Yeah, and
1: and for the listeners, she went to college in the U.S. So, yeah. basically, yeah. Amer- America ruined
2: her. America ruined America her. Ruined forever, you know? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I went there. We lifted a lot, and obviously there's food changes. I'm 17, still, still kind of like growing into my body. And I just gained weight. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I gained mm-hmm. a little weight. In perspective, freshman I was 15. Never, I, was, I was never, yes. Yeah.
0: I got never freshman much. 30. <laughs> I, I had freshman 30. <laughs> I, I did, I I did two times on them. Like I've gained so much weight freshman year. I was like, oh my goodness. But you know, <laughs> So I'm so, okay
2: still. I did I did Yeah, I did yeah. You, as a European going to the States, you know. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, you know, you start lifting, so all of a sudden I have muscle and I'm gaining weight from just different food and whatever. And then I go home and everyone that knows me from 17 going there to now a year later, I'm coming back and all of a sudden I'm like not a stick figure anymore. Right. And people are like starting to make comments and they're joking about it, but they're still saying it. They're still constantly saying it. Then now my sophomore year, my coach would have meetings with me and she wouldn't say I, she thought I was fat, but she would kind of make comments. Like, it would be better if you lose some weight and not saying like, I don't think I was fat. I was just, you know, bigger. You got to lose weight. It would be better if you lose a couple. And that was a constant thing. So every meeting I have, I hear that too. So that became an obsession. Like, shit, shit like, I, I, mean, I lose weight I'm, i'm fat and then i come back my sophomore year i i decided to go back to europe wanted to play in europe again um and still over the years people would say hey remember when you came back from the states remember when you were so big remember this and so constantly i'm hearing those type of things and then we have coaches and national team that will come up and be like oh it might be better if you lose some weight or you need to you need to do this you need to do uh you should go into the weight room because you need more muscle. Or I, there was always something about my body that it was apparently not right to them.
1: How much? How much bigger were you, and did it affect your playing?
2: I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't think so. I was like seven kilos heavier, which is a lot. But you got it taken into account. I was six one, and when I left, like I said, I was a stick figure. I really didn't know yeah. any. It was it was terrible. I was bones, all bones. And I don't think it ever affected the way I played. I, I really don't think so. But honestly, I don't know. Like, I was 17, 18. Like, I, I'm a little older now. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, I don't think it ever affected me. And even now, like, I've had coaches where I will be – I think for 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 women, it's really normal to go up and down a little bit in your weight. It's, that's just how it is. I've I, you know is. I've talked to multiple people who say this. It would be like two, three kilo change, but that's and that's actually normal. Here in Spain, I don't know if you've had this. We have to be on the scale every two weeks. I don't know if you've had that in Valencia or if yeah, you they, they
0: will weigh us. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean to, to what you're saying. Like I, I go through that every year. Like my we coach this to, year, when I showed up, he was like, Oh, you look a little thinner. Cause <laughs> on the phone he was like, We're gonna have to help you with your weight. And I'm like, Bro, yeah,
2: it's always like so here funny.
0: they go, you know, like, yeah. but it's it's for me, I guess I've gotten used to it, just understanding for Europeans, my body type. I mean, whenever you for, first of all, whenever you play that black player on the other team, it's always like, oh, she's a bull. Oh, <laughs> yeah. she's a you know, it's always something with the black it's player on the something. other team. Um But, yeah, I, I mean, they they don't stop or they'll say, oh, no. you having a, cro- a two croissant story? Yeah, I'm having two damn croissants yeah. with chocolate. <laughs> And a double cappuccino. You yes. got a problem? Like, <laughs> you know, do you guys, like, do you
1: guys know if men go through this too? I don't know if men players get.
2: I I, 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 I always know. wonder if the men get weighed weighed in, like, because for us it's every two weeks and they write the number down and I never know what they're doing with it. I'm always like, why are you? I asked once. I said, but why? Why are you writing this down? Like, what is mm-hmm. just to know? And I'm like, to know what? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I we got, got, yeah, Valencia. I, they weighed us all the time. They would yeah. check our body fat. Actually. Yeah. Um, And everything, which was it was good. It was good for them to be checking in because we had a full it was a full checkup every once in a while.
2: No, with us, Um, you get on the scale and you see that number and then you get off. And it's like for someone who has that trigger or had that trigger, I'm good now, luckily. But for someone who had that trigger every two weeks for the last four or five years, I've had to stand on a scale. Whereas when I'm home in summer, I never do that. When I feel good, like when I feel in shape, I'm I'm okay. Like I go off of how I feel. And I, I, they just, it's not a full checkup. It's just me standing on a scale. So then, uh, and everyone's around you, like the whole, they, it's not like they call you in a room though. the whole team. And for someone who has that trigger, that gives, gave me a lot of anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, now I'm too, heels heavier. And then, and then two weeks, three weeks later, I don't know, take a, a month. I'll be, I'll be down again. And then I'm like, okay. And now right. I'm t- one, one up and then I'm two down and then I'm three up and two, yeah. two down, you know, like it it goes up and down. But <laughs> it's every just, time this is, this
1: is water.
0: <laughs> right. And don't talk about if you three, have a bad, three, bad game bad. or something. So now oh, it's your weight, crazy. then the game, it, you know, and that's how that stuff builds up. That's yeah, how everything it's, it's builds up. It's
2: a up. cycle. Like, and at some point when you're in that, it's really hard to get out. And now, like you said, like, yeah, if you're, if you're bigger or if you're, sticks and nothing, no, no, no muscle. If you're all bone, like it doesn't matter who you are, what you are. It's good. Like, and it shouldn't be co- a constant thing. It shouldn't be constantly like talked about or pointed out or that's what I think. And I, and you should be good with it. Like if I'm, I'm like this now, I accept like I'm, I'm good like this. And I, if one, one kilo more or less doesn't matter, I'm going to do my job. But everyone's body is different. And I feel like it's just a lot of coaches who will just have it having that one, uh, image of how athlete or what an athlete should look like, and that's what everyone should look like. But that's not how it works. Like it's impossible.
1: So how did this process of you getting out of that mentality um, um, begin? You said you were writing stuff down, and then you realized yes. it. And then, so how do you start coming emerge from that?
2: It was hard. Like I, I honestly, like I was reading a book, and um, I was, it's, it was just explaining a lot of things, and I started recognizing it. And I was like, I really need to change that. God, that's something that I do oh that's a cycle I'm in like the thought process and then with help of my psychologist she kind of like made me see and I know that for a lot of people this might be really normal and it might be automatic I had to really learn to be nice to myself and not criticize me, myself all the time and like I said I'm I, I'm a perfectionist so I want to do everything right but you can't and then if you don't do everything right right away you have to learn to say okay that's okay and that might be very normal to a lot of people but for me that really was something i needed to learn and to say okay that it's okay you know next time or just keep going like you, you can make mistakes so right. that for me like the, the shift of like think this thought process that that really had to change so that that we worked on that all summer just being nice to myself liking myself knowing how to be alone with you know just me being, being happy, just being alone. Like some people always need people around them just to kind of get distracted from their own thoughts. The cycle of thoughts that I would get into and not be able to go out. And right now, it's like,
1: what? Like, like what?
2: Um, I mean, if you talk about basketball, you know, um, I, di- I didn't do it right. Now they think. Now they think they, whoever they is, they think I, I'm not good enough. What's going to happen? Oh, tomorrow I have to do good. I have to do good. Like, okay. And then you fuck up again. And then you just, I don't know, you just go down that whole right,
0: spiral. Yeah,
1: right. you right. just
2: keep going. And that's like, if, you, if you're if you at home alone, and that's all you think about, or you think about the constant pressure, then. Right. So,
1: so so, it wasn't just appearances. I mean, we spent a lot no, of time was, talking it was about it. but it was, it's, right.
2: I mean, yeah, we were talking about that, but it's like, it was everything. I mean, I had it on the court, and no one sees it, because I step on the court and just go out and play, but I'm having that thought process. And then now you're tense, you know? So now you don't, you're, you're not playing right. But then off the court personally, it was everything else. Like it was, do they like me? Do they think I'm weird? Why is she not talking to me? Um, The way I look like, you know, just everything. Like you name a list, I'll I'll probably check them off. Like it, it was it's just a thought process. It's it's crazy and And a lot of, sorry. Mm
1: No, and, and it was affecting you. You said you couldn't sleep as well, but like, were you yeah. were you the type? That, did you did you like snack a lot? Did you not eat? Like, were there things that you did? Uh, did you drink? You know? Did you do other things? Yeah, I don't well, know. No. I
2: well, what I like, I'm I'm usually like I'm, I know what healthy eating is. So, and obviously, as being an athlete, I just <clears throat> I take care of my body. I would have those days where I, I love food. I love food. I enjoy a good glass of wine. Um, I am. I love dessert or I would have, you know, a night where, you know, we're having wine and, and, and movie and some some chocolate or whatever, you know, just a nice, nice night in. And now I'm thinking, OK, I had this. So tomorrow I really need to make sure that I'm on my shit and I need to make sure that I compensate enough so I don't gain weight. So I w- it's not like I would eat one okay. day and then not eat. But I would just in my mind think, okay, for the next so many days now I need to really be healthy. Like I can't have another dessert until next week. So it was, it's so unhealthy. Like,
1: Did this affect your personal relationships? This no, I don't mindset? think
2: so. I don't think so. But I do, like I said before, it's a, it's a super cliche. I do think you have to love yourself first before you can yeah. really have a normal healthy relationship. Not to say that I never had a good relationship, but, you know, in the end of the day... I I cannot like myself, but the insecurities are going to show and reflect on someone else. So I'm going to get mad at someone else for something that is actually me. I think is key. Like that's why I'm saying like it's a cliche, but you have to really like yourself first and get over those insecurities before you can actually do something with someone else. You know?
1: All right, Joy. What is your coping mechanism when you're sort of in a funk?
0: I think I definitely uh, eat, isolate myself. And of course, like, I've always tried to figure out, like, man, do I drink too much wine?
2: <laughs> like, Never.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, actually, you know, I'm going to talk to one of my friends on the IG Live. We're going to dive into some of those things. Like
1: like a bottle of wine by yourself?
0: Just track of how much wine you, you drink. Man, I could, I could do a red wine, one bottle by myself, for sure. And I know that, you know, some people might, that's, am I alcoholic? I don't know. Um, so talking about getting a psychologist and stuff, there are things that maybe we, we don't think is a major problem, but, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, as I transition to this next phase, I might need to see, you know. um But yeah, definitely I think eating, like when I'm, I definitely eat and I'll be like, all right, I'm about to go get whatever I'm craving, I'm about to go get it. all the sushi with yeah. a bottle of wine. And I'm going to sit here by myself and just chill and bounce back, you know? So definitely for me, I think eating, um, I more so isolate myself. Like, I don't think I get around people when I'm not, like when I'm feeling low. Like I'm, I'm mostly around people when I'm feeling like, like good. And I want to be around people, but if not.
2: So we don't see you for a week. We know. I isolate. Something's
0: wrong. I isolate. Isolate. <laughs> So yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody, my friends know me, like I can't, I can't hide nothing. They know it's, it's a wrap. I can't really hide much,
1: which is good. So that, so when you, when you did look in the, just to go back, like when you did look in the mirror and you wrote things, like, what did you write down? Like, what did you see?
2: Oh, it's all this. It was depressing to be honest. What did I write down? I remember writing down, I'm not good enough. People don't like me. I need to be better. Mm. it's not it's not good enough in general sure um then the like ugh, i need to lose weight Not and not not i don't want to say i thought i was fat i don't think i'm fat sure. but i always thought i need to lose weight i need to look better i need to be that athlete just i don't i'm i'm, I'm weird i'm weird that's why they don't like me um i'm gonna be alone forever you know stuff like that it's just mm. the craziest things i would write i would write down sure And and I remember reading the list after and really just thinking, oh, wow, like, this is, this is bad. Like, this is bad. And I, I've never told anyone this. So you guys have like a first here. I mean, it's important. I think no one really ever talks about these things. People talk about depression a lot. And people talk about that part of mental health. But I don't think people talk about this a lot. And you might think like, if you look at my Instagram, you might think I live the life and I have everything in order. And I love, love everything about it. And I'm, on a beach and then I'm having lunch and then I'm doing, you know, my life's amazing if you look at my Instagram. So I think a lot of people might think that, but they don't see my struggles and they don't see my, you know, the things I go through to get where I am now. And I definitely don't go out and talk about it. You know, and people know that I have a psychologist. I don't, I don't make a, a secret of that because I think that's something that's very, should be. it should be normalized, but I never talk about, yeah, guys, like I really don't think, Or I really think I need to lose weight, you know, because it sounds crazy because people think that, why why would you say that? People don't, don't see or don't know. I've never, I don't go and talk about, yeah, guys, I really don't, I didn't like myself. Like I, I, I was really unhappy, you know, I, I don't know. I don't go out and say that or I haven't never really talked about it. I think a lot of young girls or a lot of young people or people in general, like they go through that and no one ever really says anything.
1: How does it feel to talk about it?
2: Weird. <laughs> I mean, it's good, you know, like I, I knew like coming into this, like I, I know the podcast, I've listened to it, binge listen to it. I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, I've been listening to the last uh, couple of days, too. And I knew coming in, you know, you guys are going to ask questions and then the, why not? Why not just answer them? And like, hopefully maybe some people can hear it and think, oh, I have that, too. Or it's OK to get a psychologist and, and talk about it or friend or whoever you need to talk to
1: how does it feel to think about that person who wrote those things in that notebook
2: <laughs> crazy crazy because i know like now i feel so much lighter and so much better and comfortable and just happy like i'm i'm genuinely happy you know you all have your days but i'm generally i go to sleep and i think i am happy i enjoyed today i can be really i can live in the moment now just not worry about all these things and then looking back on that, I'm like, oh my! What, Oof. you know, like all that pressure that I put on myself, you know, it's 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 so it was so draining and so your head just explodes at some point you just it's i'm just glad that i i was able to recognize it at some point and just to really do something about it with this i do think like if you ever want to like find a psychologist you have to really find the right fit because i mean for me it was like i saw two or three before i really thought hey this is this is someone i feel comfortable with and she really was Mm -hmm. like look we're gonna just do the first one as an intro and this to see if we you know have that that click otherwise otherwise it has no point because otherwise you go thinking you're going to work on something but you don't trust this person so if you ever for whoever's listening if you ever want to go and do it just take your time finding right fit for you
0: appreciate you for for coming through and getting unguarded with us natalie it was beautiful we got a we got a good one on our hands i appreciate (laughs) it we've been looking for someone to talk about this topic for a while so appreciate it thank you for coming And hopefully everyone like comment and share because this message is definitely needed, but thank you. You're
2: welcome.